What's up, Anchor fam? This is Kaylee Chella checking back in with today's top stories. A Marine helicopter has crashed during a Southern California training mission, and authorities believe that all four crew members were killed. The military says the CH-53E Super Stallion went down shortly after 2.30 p.m. Tuesday near El Centro. The helicopter was with the 3rd Marine Aircraft Wing out of the Miramar Air Station near San Diego. The cause of the crash is under investigation, and authorities have not yet released the names of the victims or their hometowns. The Associated Press reports that nightmare bacteria with unusual resistance to antibiotics of last resort were found more than 200 times in the United States last year in a first-of-a-kind hunt to see how much of a threat these rare cases are becoming, health officials said Tuesday. That's more than they had expected to find, and the true number is probably higher because the effort involved only certain labs in each state. The problem mostly strikes people in hospitals and nursing homes who need IVs and other tubes that can get infected. In many cases, others in close contact with these patients also harbored the superbugs even though they weren't sick, a risk for further spread. Some of the sick patients had traveled for surgery or other healthcare to another country where drug-resistant germs are more common, and the superbug infections were discovered after they returned to the United States. The situation was described in a newly released CDC report. Spotify's opening act on Wall Street struck a chord with investors betting the unprofitable company's trend-setting music streaming service will maintain its early lead over Apple and other powerful challengers. After several hours of anticipation Tuesday morning, Spotify's shares traded as high as $169 in their stock market debut before falling back slightly. The stock closed at $149.01, well above its previous high of $132.50 in deals worked out during Spotify's 12-year history as a privately held company. The stock market's warm welcome left Spotify with a market value of about $27 billion, according to FactSet. By comparison, internet radio Pandora Media's market value stands at $1.2 billion, nearly seven years after that company went public. The performance left Spotify's market value among the 10 highest ever recorded by a technology company following their first day of U.S. trading. Chinese e-commerce company Alibaba Group holds the top spot at $234 billion after its market debut in 2014. A teacher rebellion in red states from West Virginia to Arizona has put Republicans on the defensive, forcing them to walk a fine line in the months before the midterm elections between placating constituents who are angry over education cuts and conservative supporters who want a smaller government and low taxes. In Oklahoma, most Republicans last week broke with the party orthodoxy and endorsed hundreds of millions of dollars in tax increases to fund public schools and give teachers a raise of 15 to 18 percent. They acted after Oklahoma teachers demanded action, inspired by a nine-day strike in West Virginia, where they won a 5% raise. The rebellion also has spread to Kentucky, where teachers thronged the state capitol Monday to protest cuts in pensions. And in Arizona, restive teachers are also demanding a 20% pay raise. But the epicenter of the revolt now is Oklahoma where lawmakers got little praise for approving major tax increases and instead caught flack from both sides of the political divide. Thousands of teachers converged on the state capitol for a second day Tuesday demanding even more money, while anti-tax conservatives vowed to challenge incumbents who supported the plan. The Oklahoma strike shows no signs of ending, with many of the largest school districts in the state planning to close for a third consecutive day today to honor the walkout. 
Several lawmakers and the family of a 22-year-old unarmed black man who was fatally shot by police are proposing Tuesday that California become the first state to significantly restrict when officers can open fire. The legislation would change the standard from using reasonable force to necessary force. That means officers would be allowed to shoot only if, quote, there were no other reasonable alternatives to the use of deadly force to prevent imminent serious injury or death. That's according to Lizzie Buchan, legal advocate for the American Civil Liberties Union, which is among the groups behind the measure. Terry Shantz, a spokesman for Democratic Assemblyman Kevin McCarty of Sacramento, who is co-authoring the legislation with Assemblywoman Shirley Weber, a San Diego Democrat, said the goal is to encourage officers to try to defuse confrontations or use less deadly weapons. Some in law enforcement call the proposal, quote, irresponsible and unworkable. Ed Obiashi, a Plumas County Sheriff's deputy and special prosecutor who trains officers and testifies in court on police use of force, said officers already use deadly force only when necessary and are taught to try to defuse dangerous situations first when possible. Obiashi said tinkering with legal protections for police could make it more difficult to hire officers and is dangerous because they may hesitate when confronting an armed suspect, threatening themselves and bystanders. The proposal comes after two Sacramento officers killed Stephon Clark last month, prompting a series of protests. They chased Clark, who was suspected of breaking into cars into his grandparents' backyard, and said they opened fire because they thought he had a gun. But investigators found only a cell phone. Alright guys, that's all I got for now. Make sure to tune in tomorrow morning for the latest. This is Kaylee Chella, signing off.